on tonight's show. We have Bree of the R&B band, Bree and the Bella. And now for your host, Cool Card. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 81, Kicking It With Cool Card. I am your host, Cool Card, and we're back again. I tell you, I'm going to keep coming back and back and back and back with new guests every week, every week, something new, something fresh. Last week, we had Devanna Sweet. She is a reggae artist who is now living in Belgium. Um, I did some work with her way back in the day, in my musical days. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, very good interview, man. She's doing great things. Uh, Great work out there in Belgium, man. And um, make sure you check her out, Devanna Sweet. That's D-A-V-A-N-N-A, Sweet, on Instagram. You can check her out on Facebook as well. You can check her out on YouTube. She has a couple videos on there. Hey, listen, we're keeping it going. This week, staying in the vibe, staying with the music, good music at that. Um, I have a lovely young lady joining me today by the name of Bree. She is part, she is lead singer of a group called Bree and the Fellas. All right. So we're going to dive into their world, check out some new music. It's always fun to discover new music, hear some new talent and just see what they got going on. All right. So listen, stay tuned. I'm going to bring her in right after these messages. Quick little intro and we're going to get into her brain. Let's get it. Welcome, Bree, to the show. Appreciate you coming on tonight. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Let's jump right into this. Bree and the fellas, you are the lead singer, but what I get from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing, like the band, you are showcasing the band because you know you have some lead singers that are just pushed out there in front. The band really is like invisible, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's Bree and the fellas as a collective group, a collective package, and everybody's involved. Everybody's pushed out there. Am, am I correct? Am I reading that correctly? Yes, it, I would say it's a mix of both. So I feel like when we perform live, okay, it's more. So like for instance, we perform every Monday, okay. and pretty much every week, unless we just like ran over and we just did a lot of songs. I always end the show. I'll do a song and I'll let all the guys solo and like introduce them and give them all like their, you know, however long they go. Usually it's however long they go. So when it's live, yeah, it's like a group thing. But as far as the brand goes, if I don't do it, it probably won't get done. So, um, yeah, so I I chose the name Bree and the Fellas because when I started the band, I wanted to be just Bree, but Bree is so like, there's. I'm sure everybody got like 16 breeze in their right. phone. So it was just not very distinctive. So I was like, okay, well, I need to, it needs to have something added to it so it can kind of, people can find me. Yeah. And Bree and the Fellas was the first thing that popped in my head. And I thought about other stuff. And I was like, no, no, no. I just kept going back to Bree and the Fellas. So I just went with it. Okay. And so for you, like, okay, let me ask you this. If the labels come knocking, I don't even know if you're going that route. A lot of people just want to stay independent. But if the labels come knocking and they want to sign you, it's a package deal, correct? They, it's you and them coming, or do you just go? Um, It would probably be just me. But as far as, like, if I ever like, went on tour or something, they would be the first ones I call. Because okay. over the years, so Bree and the Fellas has been an entity for about 
since 2016, so like five years now. Okay. And there's been different fellas, like, okay. like actually when uh, I was called for this interview, they were like, we need a bio. And I like read my bio and it was whole different names. <laughs> I don't know when I wrote that bio, but I was like, none of these people are in band anymore. <laughs> so the fellas could come and go, but okay. one constant is Brie and my fiance too. Okay, band. and your fiance. See, fiance yeah. is in the band with yeah. Brie and he's forever. He, yeah, he's, he he's the, the only day one fellow that's still in the band. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so everybody, everybody else could be work for hire then. Yeah, technically, yeah. Okay, but I mean, would you? Yeah, I, mean, ever... I love them, but if they spread their wings and do bigger, and better things, as some right. fellas have, it's cool. It's all love, but there will be another fellow somewhere. Well, what about this? Because I know Bruno has his crew, and, and they kind of keep it tight. You know, it's kind of the mm-hmm. guys. Um, yeah, it's kind of the same guys all the time. So would you ever consider that? So say if the label came to you and said, okay, well, you're going with Brie and the fellas, but every different tour you have different fellas, like would you consider having just your crew? And then, you know, that becomes a thing and then people get to know their personalities and they become entities, mm-hmm. but you're still the lead singer and it's still Brie, mm-hmm. but it's a crew thing. You got crew love. Absolutely, you- yeah, absolutely, okay. but... I just know, like, a lot of the guys uh, in the group, they all have, like, their own di- things going. So okay. you can catch pretty much any of them anywhere, any day of the week. Like, literally, um, one of my, actually, my very first drummer, literally his reason for leaving is because he branched off to do his own thing. And so to okay. this day, it's still all love, but they have their own ambitions and stuff, too. And so if one of them make it, or if they don't, or, like, if I get that call, I'm definitely going to have that talk with all of them and, like, hey, Right. This is what it is. Like, can you commit to what yeah. I'm trying to do? Or are you that, like, I'm just going to do my own thing? I would definitely have the conversations with them. That's exactly what I was going to say. Now, you know, yeah. when that when a check is involved, it's a different type of conversation yeah. because it can catapult everybody's career. But if you go mm-hmm. into the situation knowing that, hey, one day Johnny might leave to pursue his own thing and David might leave, and you're okay with that, and that's discussed, you know, at top at the top. Mm-hmm. It's all love. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm. Can... I'm all about seeing all my people make it, whether that's with me or without me, because I'm only going to be with talented people, and so talented people are going to have their own ambitions. I right. would hope. So, I, you know, if that day come, I'll be like, if you, what you need, like I do whatever I can to make that happen for you, because I'm still support it regardless. But if you want to keep rocking with me until then, I'm cool with that too. Right. Right. All right, so listen, like I, I mentioned to you before the show, I like to start every show with a prayer. I know we jumped off, just dove right in. We're going to bring it back around and uh, okay. give God his, his his blessings, his due. You know what I mean? His just do. You know what I mean? Boop, boop, raise him up. <laughs> All right, real quick. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for joining us here tonight. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, for a great conversation. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for Brie being available, honey, follow Jesus, and just committing her time to coming on the show, honey, follow Jesus, and adding value to the show. I pray and ask that it's received by the viewers. I pray and ask that she can shine her light on the world, honey, follow Jesus. I just pray and ask for the many blessings that you continue shining down on us, Lord Jesus. We give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, sister. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's talk about this fiance now. So, Yes. You have your... Oh, okay, let me ask you this. Before you started the band, and we're going to go back you know, to the early days too. We'll talk about that. Before you started the band, did you know... Did, did, were you dating? Were you? Did you know him? 
So, speaking of Beyonce, you know, I got to put the ring out there. So, <laughs> you know, represent him, represent him <laughs> no. right. You know we watching. Uh, yes, Don't get in trouble. <laughs> so, uh, I met my now fiance um, September 2015. Okay. And the band started like five or six months later. Okay. So... I don't know. And it's so crazy. We talk about this all the time, but like the person I am now and the person I was when we met, he just like, you really had like a whole evolution. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Because I just, I don't know. I, I was not like, I wasn't really gigging that much. Maybe a few open mics here and there, but I didn't, I wasn't gigging. The band wasn't formed or anything. And actually he honestly played a, a huge role in like the beginning stages of Bree and the Fellas that kind of put me in position to get some opportunities that I did get um, as far as the uh, CD. He played my first big show, mm-hmm. everything. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, we met maybe like five or six months before the band happened. And that's good because you, you you two are supposed to build each other up. And that's, yeah, know, for sure. He, he played his part in that, you know, that situation. He did. Yeah, yeah. So you he came did. around. God mm-hmm. planted him in your life for a reason. He knew you had some greatness in you and you needed to get that out to the world. And, and you, you got your king to come in and, and put you up on, you know what I mean? Host you up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now, for sure. So this is what I always wonder, because, you know, I'm, I'm a man. I never sang love songs, right? So prior to meeting him and prior to falling, let's, okay, let's say this, prior to falling in love, how has that dynamic of writing music, from a writer's perspective, how has that dynamic of writing love songs changed for you from then? Because maybe then you were writing about stuff you reminisced, stuff you had mm-hmm. in the past. But now you could be writing about stuff you are experiencing right now and the feelings that you're having right now. You know, say maybe he pissed you off one day and you wrote a song about that. And you perform it to this day and it's about him. But it's good music mm-hmm. because it's real life. Like, how is that dynamic for you? So I feel like as me in particular, that hasn't really been um, like a thing because, okay, so for instance, like Don't Try to Catch Me, Uh that song actually is not about him, but it's a good song. So I still sing it to this day, but I feel like the place, like the artist that I was and the place where I was before I met him, I really didn't write. I, okay, so when I first started writing, I mostly wrote out of like a place, a place of pain, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't want to be the next Adele or like Taylor. So I don't want to have all these like sad, bitter, <laughs> no offense to them, but like breakup songs. Right. So I always kind of like transitioned myself to start finding different sources to write about. Um, and so by the time he came along, it was just like I don't know what my writing wings were kind of expanding more. Um, and then as far as like if he did make me mad and I wrote a song about that, I when I write, <clears throat> I kind of take like one feeling and then draw from other people too. So even if maybe he started it, it wouldn't just solely be like digs at him. Plus, right, I'm okay. not about like airing my dirty laundry, so I'm right, not gonna sure. have no lemonade album. Yeah. Like Beyonce, y'all not gonna know whatever happened right. behind these doors that's negative. Y'all like, no, it's not gonna be in the song. That's not how I get down. Right. I mean, it could be subliminal. It could be, and the song could be motivated off of it, but you wouldn't put it out there. I get what you're saying, but yeah, it would be presented in a way to where you would never know if it really happened or not. And it right. would probably, like I said, it might start from something I was feeling, but I would probably draw from like other people's similar experiences to make it more 
relatable. So it's not just like you did this, 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 and this is this is you. It's more like, oh man, like I can relate to that too. Right. Now I listen to I listen to the album, listen to some stuff on YouTube. I hear a lot of I don't want to say I don't want to use the word conscious, but you mm-hmm. you, you do touch on some topics that that need to be spoken about, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it it makes sense. It's, it's good stuff that people mm-hmm. more people need to think about it, right? So you do mm-hmm. you do do that. Now, do you feel like you're putting like your life's work into that? Is that something that's near and dear to you? Like, do you want to be like a philanthropist? Do you want to be a motivational speaker? Do you tackle social issues? Is that uh you know? Are you interested in that? Is that a lane for you and you put it in music or it's just something you were feeling at the time? Um, that's a good question. I feel like I've never thought super deep into it. I don't necessarily find myself out just want to be like, please book me for your <laughs> motivational right. speech to your kids. I don't know. But um, one thing I did do that was very intentional was um, I'm very big on <clears throat> if I was to die today, I want no regrets. And so literally especially more so with the second album because i needed a few more songs and i had i was like man like what else should i write about so i literally um sat down with the mindset of if i put out this cd and die the next day but say somehow i had a kid in there or something when my kid was grown and they didn't never met me or never got to know me you would take my music to them what what would from my music who would they piece together that I was like what ideas would I be leaving behind what messages am I saying so I literally made a list and I was like I want to talk about this I have I'm passionate about this I want to talk about this I want to talk about this and then I I wove it into all of my songs so um so to answer your question yes and no yes I definitely this all of my I'm very big on lyrics I'm very big on words so all of these songs are very near and dear to my heart and um Yes. Do I necessarily want to like take it on the road in the capacity outside of music at this point in time in my life? No, but I do believe that um, uh, as a point of like God's purpose for you, like your ministry is whatever you do. And so I get my minute, my ministry is my music. And so I just want to I just encourage and motivate people, even if it's like something negative, just knowing that out of the negative, positive things could still come. So the lasting impact should just be encouragement, positivity, and love. Um, and yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. Now, why did you decide, you know, after meeting your boyfriend and you already had put, you already had done an album, right? By yourself? Uh, no. You hadn't done an album. Okay, so you did the first album that was without a band, right? So, uh, met him in 2015. Band formed uh, like February, March 2016, and the album came out August 2016. Okay, so hold that thought. Why did you decide to make it a collective effort Mm -hmm. with a live band? Mm -hmm. Was it because you felt that it would make the message, your message more authentic? the sound mm-hmm. or authentic or did you feel like it would free you up as a performer to be able to minister to your audience a little bit better because you know when you're on that track you're stuck mm-hmm. you, you can't stop it you can't say hey stop, stop that real quick let me talk to the audience or you can't mm-hmm. deviate from the track and hit a different note or do a different type of thing because it's just not good Some, sometimes you can but sonically mm-hmm. it doesn't work but when you have a band oh my god you're free 
mm-hmm. whatever you want. So what was your purpose for wanting to make it a collective effort and an acoustic effort as opposed to just being Brie, the R&B chick, like every other girl singing the tracks? So, <clears throat> like I said, so the band formed earlier that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't tell like the whole long story, but basically I was given the opportunity to record um, you know, my project and everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was a matter of like choosing live band over producer. I think that was just like, I already had Bree and the fellas. I already had a group of willing guys that knew my, well, kind of knew my songs and everything. So it was just like a no brainer. Like, okay, y'all, well, I have opportunity to record. Right. Let's make an album as opposed to it wasn't somebody like, oh, here's a producer, work with him. It was just like, uh, literally this man that I met through my fiance was like, you're dope. I believe in you. I booked your studio time. These are your dates. This is your time. Make it happen. And I was like, well, I got these fellas over here. That sounds like hey, a friend. They rehearse and, and make it happen. You heard yeah. what I said? Mm-mm. I said that sounds like a trend. People just calling you up saying, "Okay, you got studio time. You got this interview. You got." <laughs> apparently, apparently, right? Yeah. So I mean, it just it literally fell into my lap. Um, and so that was tools that God gave me. So that's the tools that I used. Okay. Now, for someone who's watching that, you know, is a performer. Well, let's just say they're an artist and they're a studio artist. Would you encourage them? Just a question. Would you encourage them to put a band together? Not mean doesn't mean that they have to tour with them, doesn't mean that they have to do a whole acoustic album or anything like that. But would you encourage just working with a band to have that freedom to discover make discoveries on stage, make discoveries through your performance just to become a stronger entertainer, to become a stronger performer? Would you encourage that? So definitely as far as entertaining and performing live goes, absolutely. Like I love hearing um, like one of my favorite tracks and then hearing the live performance and you hear the live band and they got yeah. hits and this and, you know, all these beautiful jazzy chords. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Right. But um, it also comes down to preference because with a live band, you have different personalities, you have different schedules, right. um, you have different um, priorities and... I could tell you stories for days, but being a band leader can be a lot when you are not with people who don't, who aren't as passionate about your vision as you, which is not going to be a lot of people. Right. Um, So sometimes, honestly, if you just meet the right producer, that's one person and they can give you any sound you want. Whereas a band with us, it's four guys. And me, so it's like, hey, you free this day? No, okay, what about this day? No, okay, oh, now we're here, but now you're two hours late. Right. It can be a lot, but as far as creativity, like kind of like what you were saying, just the, the sky's the limit because every, so that downfall is kind of like the biggest plus. Now you have four yeah. personalities that can add something different and bring out different things in you. Like sometimes when I'm singing, I'll be like, hey, yo, just me and the bass, and he'll bring out one thing. I'm like, no, nah, okay, now just me and piano. He'll bring out something totally different. Right. And if it's just me and guitar, something totally different. And so when you put all that together, it can make something so much more beautiful. So I don't know. Definitely, yes, as far as the live aspect. Um, but long term, it just kind of uh, depends on what you want because it definitely gives you two different vibes. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. It, not necessarily them doing it long term, but just mm-hmm. having that set that they can say, you know what, I can go and do a live show with a band or I can do it to the track. But I think there's just there's a gift in being able to 
perform with a live band. I think it just, I think mm-hmm. you can make discoveries. I think you become a better performer, a better vocalist, everything. And I honestly think, because I used to do music myself, I honestly think if you perform well and you know how to entertain and that showmanship is just in you, when you get in that booth, you can, the listener can hear that through the mic mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? Because you're in mm-hmm. the booth performing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it makes a difference than someone just sitting there reading off a paper singing a right. song. You can feel that. Right. You can definitely feel the difference. And that's like, mm-hmm. when I did music, I always wrote everything in my head. I never wrote it down. And I know rappers used to brag back in the day, oh, I don't write my lyrics, this and that and that. But it wasn't about that for me. It was just about, first and foremost, I'm an actor as well. So I can remember lines quickly. So for me, and I got a photograph from memory. So for me, writing in my head allowed me to remember the song quickly. So now mm-hmm. when I got in the booth, I wasn't worrying about lines or words or trying to remember the lyrics. It was all about just expressing it and believing right. what I'm saying and performing it. And it came out that much better. That's what I'm talking about. And you can tell the difference. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Let's talk about this album, though. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about this album. You got this new album, right? Yes. And you you released this during COVID, right? Yeah, back in October. And that's where I got proposed to as well. I just had to go that up there. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, let's, that first at the foremost. end of my album release show. At the album release show? At the very end, yeah. I was like literally walking off stage after the show. And he was like, wait, come back. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. In front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Well, hey, yeah. listen, like you say, it be it be like that sometimes, right? <laughs> Hence the name of the album. So this exactly. this this project that you put together, what is what are you trying to accomplish with it? What is it? Talk about it. Um so so how what I said earlier, that's the one where I needed songs and I wrote down <clears throat> like a list of topics and everything. And then overall um, I think, well, how, the way I describe the full body of work is, you know, life has ups, life has downs. Right. Um, and life will come at you really, really fast. But you can't, I don't know if you can really tell, but on the outside, it's supposed to be raining. But under the umbrella is, sun, like, it's a little light. It's a little sunshine. Oh, Pretty much I like can... you create your own sunshine. You create your own happiness. Because at the end of the day, Life happens, but mm. it be like that sometimes. So you got to just let it roll off your shoulder and just keep pushing and and just be you. Right. I was so, trying to go back and look at the album cover right now. I wanted to check yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. What's your favorite song on the album? Oh, I haven't even listened to it in so long. Let me think. Um, What songs are on there? Oh, I'll you bring, know what? Okay. Let me bring it up. Hold on. I'm going to give you. I'm going to get it to you. Hold on. Let me see. Okay. Do, do, do. Let me go find it. Well, while you're pulling up, I do know off top, one of my, I have so many favorites, but one of my favorites is Man of the Sun. Okay. And so my first project is called Girl on the Moon. This song is Man of the Sun. And it's obviously a love ballad to my man. Um, and I just okay. love it. It was just, I just like the lyrics. I just like the composition of the song. Uh, it's just such a beautiful song. It's one of my favorites. I also like... Falling is okay. one of my favorites too. Um, that one is about uh, that one's about um, again like knowing that God has a purpose for you. And sometimes when you know your purpose, it can be like I'm supposed to do all that. 
that's a lot. Like you, you get kind of like you get a little nervous because it's like, oh, you need all this for me. I don't know if I'm good enough. You know, he's yeah. had all these doubts and whatever like that. So pretty much just like about falling for yourself and just you know just diving headfirst into those dreams and those goals and then just knowing that you're gonna land on your feet. So. I'll stop there because I'm probably going to talk about all, all the songs. Well, you got to but... talk about Don't Try to Catch Me because that's my favorite. What, yeah. what, 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 what is that? Just talk about that. Explain so that, that one, one is, okay, so I'm, I like to tell these stories like every week, but, <laughs> <laughs> but Don't Try to Catch Me is a song about um, being in those relationships that you shouldn't be in. Mm, and, toxic. Um, the person all the time like they just do you wrong all the time and then you like whatever i'm about to go i'm about to leave i'm too too good for this right. like the bags are packed you at the door and they're like oh my god you leaving for real don't go i love you i need you i'll do better lie 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 right and then you like all right i'm gonna give you one more chance um so it's called don't try to catch me because every time you try to catch me because I love you and I want this to work, I'm going to stay. So don't try to catch me because just, just let me go. Because I don't need to be here. Right. So that's what that was about. That's my favorite right there. I'm telling you. Yeah. I was jamming. It's I've been jamming all evening. <laughs> <laughs> I set yeah, up a playlist for sure. Well, listen, we're going to jump into one of your music videos, Dear Society, okay. featuring Marcus Barnes, right? Yeah, Marquise, yeah. Marquise Barnes, yeah. So we're going to jump into that real quick. Let everybody get a taste of what you got. Okay. Will we put right up these messages? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dear Society featuring Marquise Barnes. Bree and the fellas off the new latest album, It Be Like That Sometime. And it, it do. do. It do. <laughs> she said it do. It do. <laughs> oh, man. That was dope. Who shot the video? Who's the producer? My fiance, Mr. Ari Raphael, he shot the video and did the album artwork and everything like that. So, yeah, he dope. Dope, dope. How'd you hook up with Marquise Barnes? How did I first? So, actually, I think I first met him <clears throat> at, like, actually, the place I perform at every Monday. I used to work there. Like, drop I used that, to drop that. What do you perform? You got to plug that. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. So it's a place called the Freeman Cajun Cafe in Dallas, Texas. It's in Deep Ellum, 2626 Commerce. <laughs> um, we perform there every Monday, 7 to 10. So I used to work there as well. I used to bartend. Okay. When I bartended, he used to come there on break uh, at work. So that's how I first met him. And then eventually I found out he could sing and everything like that. And then uh, I love his voice. Yeah, um, you, you guys so compliment each song, other. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so when I wrote the song, um, you know, there's society. So it started off as just, you know, a letter to society. But then it kind of evolved. Like the first verse um, is from, you know, female perspective. So as I was writing it from the male perspective, it's like, I need a male to sing this part. And I was trying to think who could do it. And um, I was like, oh, you know what? I think Marquise could do it. We tried it out. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is perfect. Yeah. That was, that was a perfect match. Yep. Thank you. Y'all compliment each other very well. Thank you. Yeah, he definitely brought he brought the vision to life for sure. Yeah, yeah. Very dope, man. Hey, listen, I love the album. I'm going to be jamming. Thank you. I'm telling you, I'm going to be jamming. Um, would you ever entertain a, a major label deal? I would. If you, they was, you know, talking in the right, talking right. Talking right talk, 
Yeah. I would, definitely, in a heartbeat. Yeah, just make sure you lawyer it up, boy. Make sure. <laughs> That because they're not gonna, you know, TLC, you know, take all my man, they're gonna 360 you <laughs> and all types of <laughs> yeah. Nah, we, I need all my coin. I mean, if, if, if not all of them, at least most, like, it's just, yeah, exactly. Like, Hell, at least if they give you 50, uh, right? At least half, at least at half, least. at least half. You can't complain about half. What about yeah. uh, what about um, any other showcases coming up? Are, what about South by Southwest? Are you trying to get out there? You guys trying to gig out there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to get on that. I've actually never, I've never been to South by Southwest before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm asleep, but um, yeah, right I'm there. gonna definitely put my name out there, throw my name in the hat, uh, in the ring, and hope that something good happens. Man, don't hope, just know it, cause you got it. Thank you. Just thank keep you. doing your thing, man. Just keep doing your thing. It's all persistence, you know. Yeah. Persistence, consistency, something's gonna happen. Yeah. In your favor. I agree. Claim it. Claim it. Yes, Lord. Yes. And and, yeah, and if I anybody wants to book you, what's your website? Tell them how to get in contact with you. Um, you can find you can go to my website, bringingthefellas.com, Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, just get at me, bringing the fellas, B-R-E-E, and the fellas. Anywhere, well, not anywhere. Facebook, Instagram, and the website, and that's how you can get a hold of me. Well, listen, I appreciate your participation. I appreciate your presence coming on here to kick it with your boy. Um, had a great interview. Enjoyed your conversation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that for real. All right, listen. No yeah, man, and I and I pray for much success. I don't wish anything. I pray for much success. Many blessings. Um, yeah, man. Just keep doing your thing. Stay consistent. Stay consistent. And stay consistent. Thank you. Oh, and also, not that you asked, but hopefully soon. I'm at my next project is actually going to be a worship project. Mm. Um, and then I've been writing for the project after that, which will not be a worship project. But yeah, okay. so I have more things in the works. Yes. More things coming. Please yeah. hit me in the DM on Instagram or whatever. Let me know because I love the support. Always okay, love cool. to support, repost, all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty good with that. So, you know, hit me up. I'll okay, be around. I'll be okay, around. Okay, good. <laughs> also, same to you. Long-term success, all that good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And when I get my TV show, hopefully I can invite you back on and we can do this on a national scale. Yes. For real. Let's- when you get the TV show. When yeah. I get the TV show. Yes. You got to speak it, man. Speak you know? it. Speak it. Got to speak it. <laughs> got to speak it. Got to claim it. Got to know it. and Got to grow it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All that. All, All that. that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All that. I love your spirit. I promise you I do. Thank you so much. Yeah. Had a Thank good time. Thank you again for having me. It has been fun. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Like I said, we got to do it again. Sure. Yes, indeed. All your links are down in the description. So if anybody wants to contact Bree and the fellas, get her to perform. You want to go check her out. She performs every Monday at the Freeman Cajun Cafe in Dallas, Texas, 2626 Commerce Street. Yeah. Don't say she didn't tell you. All right. Y'all check her out on Instagram. It's Bree <laughs> Like Free, right? Mm-hmm. 
and yes, Brie Larson, Brie, Brie and Brie, Brie and, the and the fellas. I was getting that girl. I wasn't gonna leave them out now. I wasn't gonna leave them out. Can't forget the fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget the fellas. Yeah, so y'all check her out, y'all. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Like I said, I'm here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You never know who I might have. Come on and get this value. Get these gems. These people are not on here wasting their time. They on here telling you about their life, their struggles, their journeys, their breakthroughs, their successes, and just good gems, man. And good conversation, y'all. So we here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am Cool Card. She is Bree. We out of here, man. Thank y'all for the love. And listen, if you got some gems, share the show. Share the show. Share the show. Subscribe. Whatever. Come back and kick it with your boy. We out of here.